he's right here, so. Oh, he topped Whoa. it. He cold topped it. Okay. Go. Yeah. Oh, he shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he on the sink. Welcome to the Bogey Boys podcast. Yes. After a little bit of a discussion there where we were going to take that bit out, Mark went with it and I've caved to the pressure. So, yeah, welcome back to the podcast. It's not leaving. That's <laughs> staying in. That is not staying. going. Favorite line of the old episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, you as well. I haven't Happy seen New you, Year to you. No. You. no. Not allowed, are we? No, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We're locked down again. Big Boris has spoken. Yeah, the reason but, I was t- talking about taking it out is because I watched episode three there with David, the interview, and I mentioned about getting rid of it then, and I would still go on 30 episodes later. So I'm like, <laughs> I just thought I'd, I'd poke me, um, dip my toe in the water, see if you wanted to get rid of it or not. And obviously, I lost that one. I told, I told you back then, and I'll tell you again, mate, it's going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> How are we, Kev? Very well, mate, very well. There. Happy to be back chatting a bit of pony with you, to be honest. I know, we've had a few professional routes and a few interview podcasts that we've released over the Christmas and the year period, haven't we? But we're back now. The golf's back, so we're back. So yeah, it works. The best thing about them interviews, I've been listening in the car or like at home and like trying to guess what I'm about to say. And I can't guess even what I'm about, even though I've done it. <laughs> yeah, because you come up with the most randomest wham ever. I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, obviously I'm going to say this now. Like thinking as what I would say. And then and I'm like, why am I saying that? Sure. Why haven't I said it? Yeah. What I'm thinking most times of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get much golfing over the Christmas period, New Year periods? What? what? Oh, no, I got up and down, hasn't it, with the lockdown? No, no. I um, I shot under par, didn't I, on like the 21st or 22nd of December? You did, and yeah, then, well done, yeah. And then literally thought I was going for the European tour and everything in 2021. <laughs> and, then, and then literally got struck with COVID on Christmas Day, got quarantined, had to quarantine, and then come straight out of COVID into a lockdown, so I haven't swung a club. So Not I've been a bit, um, a bit down about all that, but I've just been putting in the house, and I've got a wedge, a new wedge delivered, so I've been doing a few chips. Another height, another height, oh? No, 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 SM, SM8. Lovely. Well, so you shot one. You shot one under, didn't you? Was that that yeah. the first time you shot under? In how long? I think I'm going back to 2009 or 2010. Wow. When I was playing some serious golf in 2010, when I shot under par once. The end of the club championship, that one. Eh? Yeah, yeah. When it, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go into form, be all anyone that wants to have a look. 2010, yeah. Champ, champ. <laughs> 2021 this year. I'm the oh, same. Yeah. I've really played much. We got out. Was it the day after? The day after Boxing Day. Or was it New Year's Eve? One of them, quite frosty. No, I seen it looked very frosty. Um, it was on temps. I seen one of the girls, the girl who runs the Arcos, commented saying frosty, and I said, Are you talking about um, his hair there? Because Danny's, (laughs) yeah. How how did you get on with the temps anyway? Still gonna get the ball in the uh, hole, haven't you? Yeah, played all right to be fair. It was a course was a lot shorter, but I was a shot was two under gross right now. Oh, yeah, well, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> were, they, were, they, um, were they the bigger holes or were they just no the no standard standard and of with the frost and stuff you just couldn't you couldn't get the ball to the hole so we were given like three four foot gimmies so yeah it's 200 gross but could have been three or four over gross if I'm honest yeah it's one of them could have went either way you know we had some we had good fun yeah just got out got a last swing and then I didn't didn't have a chance to get back out then before big Boris made his announcements and shut everything so it's just back to a waiting game now. See, see, I got myself a put on mat. Yeah, I see you. I got a few birthdays, didn't you? Happy birthday yeah. as well, by the way. Thank you. The big 32, yeah. It's creeping up on me. Yeah. Still younger than you, though. No, we're actually the same age till Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday for Wednesday. <laughs> you can tell yeah. me that on next week's episode. Okay. So, yeah, apart from that, no, there's a new year, new season of the podcast, new goals. New segments lined up, haven't we? Uh, speaking of goals, are we going to um, announce our goals on here so then we can be a bit more accountable for them? Go on, let's go. Yeah, you go first. What's what's your 2021 goals? Wait there a second. Let me just get them up. So I've wrote here for my 2021 goals is to try and get to scratch. 
Um, not far off that now, are you? What are you now with the new system? Uh, 1.4. Some going that, and that's from what? That's from nine, isn't it? From nine, yeah, when we started all this. Oh, wow. But I want to sort of get to, like, when I say get to scratch, I also have got, got another goal of mine, which is to forget about my handicap and try and shoot gross every time. So, so I'm not going into yeah. a hole thinking, oh, I've got a shot here. Do you know what I mean? Because I've got one shot or a couple of shots to play with. I'm just going to... That was something that Coach David actually said his dad told him to do when he was about 15. When he was playing off about five, just said, listen, you're better off just forgetting about your handicap and just play gross. That's why when you'll see David play, he's always got a scorecard in his hand and he's always trying to get the best score he possibly can. Otherwise, he'll just lose interest. Yeah. So you're not looking at the SIR to see, well, this, yeah, is, and- this is the hardest hole on the course. So... And you're always battling. He's yeah. always battling. I, I, even on, like, I've seen him. I thought the, like, the match is well over. Even if he's playing a match, he's always playing his own game as well. Yeah. So something I was speaking to him, I was asking him why and stuff, and he said it just keeps his interest, and then it helps him in tournaments and different things when he actually needs to perform. Yeah. And he always, he never get, he doesn't like a gimme either, even like a photo. He always likes to put the ball in the hole, as in gross tournament play. So that's something I want to start doing as well as of, ne- as of ne- um, this new season. Every single hole of play, get the ball to the bottom of the hole. Do you know what I mean? Good stuff, yeah. Um, win a board comp. I formed okay. you all got four board comps. I want to play at least five Northern Order of Merits, whatever I can get into. I don't know if, like, with the new handicap system, if one even gets you in. But yeah, you def- it- yeah, you will definitely, like, uh, going back a couple of years. But you've never you ever played Northern Order of Merit before? I've never played them, no. no. no I, used to, I used to play them a lot when I was younger, and I was playing off four and five, and you're getting in the majority. The ones that you're struggling is obviously the SNA Bowl, um, the the Birkdale Gobbly, the big yeah. ones, the big ones on the on the top courses really. But you go to you go around the north, west, and, and a bit further afield, yeah. you'll be fine. Well, that's what I mean. But even if I played a few of them and got my handicap well lowered, it's I'd be flying into them as well. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, you could go up as well, can't you? <laughs> yeah. The new system would be interesting to see how it works. Um, I've also put tried to say I'm going to go to the range once or, once or twice a week. I want to try and tie that in with the gym. Anyway, we go to the gym and they could go to ancient range just there. Yeah. They try and get a lesson once a month, you know, just to keep a little consistent things that I can build up to me. Obviously, going doing them too is going to eventually build up to me main goals. Um, and try and play either on the 2020, because we said to Chris Anton, we'll play a few of his events as an yeah. amateur, yeah. or the 1836 tour. Play amateur. like as an amateur in them, yeah. Like a few events I've, I've wrote down here. And I've got three other ones where it's I want to treat Turkey because we're going to Turkey, aren't we, in April as a yeah, camp. Masters weekend. Yeah, as a like a, as a training camp. Like not just a big piss up. Do you know what I mean? I want to try and have a good balance of the golf. Oh, I'm not fucking to, coming then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted um break 70. And my last goal there is to beat Charlie Hull at Woburn. Um she told me mate that she'd sign me and you. Well, he said that he'd sign me, you here and him in at Woburn. So that's one of my goals to try and beat her when we play with her. Yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. Have you seen? Know, the, yeah. Have you seen? We said, we said she she rips it three hundred off the backs like you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like, fucking hell! I didn't say I'm going to fucking achieve my goals. At least I can break them down. You're setting them out. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Have you seen that? Have you seen the one with Carly Booth? The the, the, the lad, the, the, yeah, power. Yeah, and he texts women's golf. I'm going to beat you, and she hands it to him. <laughs> it? That'll be you. That and he's a scout yeah. well, I'm... as well. It's one of them, though, but if I do, if I say she has a mare and I have a, a stormer, then it, it I've achieved the goal, haven't I? Do you know what I mean? What about yourself, then? What have you um, planned for the 2021 season? Uh, the biggest personal goal for me is to try and shed a few pounds. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's an annual occurrence, this. Shed a few pounds, <laughs> stop drinking, stop eating shite, and then... If you want to shed a few pounds, just go and buy the new Sim 2 driver with that uh, Korean shaft in it. <laughs> <laughs> There's two grand gone. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, shed a few pounds, in, improve my strength and flexibility in the gym because that all helps in, in, in with the golf game. And more than anything, the main goal for me is just to get what Chris Anson said on the on the professional Rude podcast. Don't know if if people have listened to it or not, but one one thing he said is to try and find a one way miss. I mean, at the minute, I've got like a four way miss off the tee, which mm. some people might think isn't even possible, but. <laughs> if I'm swinging... hey, back, backwards is not a play for you, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just a just a one a one a one shot miss. Whether it's whether it's a bit of a block or a bit of a pull, uh, but I'm working hard with David on that. We had a lesson and 
he's he's given me a couple of different before the lockdown. He's given me a couple of decent drills that I need to be working on, and it's obviously just down to me to to put the effort in on the range and get and get that get that routine to to get get that one shot miss. And I think if I can get the one shot miss off the tee, short game's always sharp anyway. Um, yardages I worked really hard on them when I was younger, and I've got back on the track, man. And, I haven't really lost that much distance. So yeah, this is a pretty similar to, to where I was. Um, so I just just try and get me scoring down. If I can get down to three, two, handicap wise, playing consistent. As long as I'm shooting between 75 and 80 every time I play and I can enjoy it, then I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, now your goals are a bit different because Obviously, you want to win ball comps, which is which is great. But for me, I think I've just put. I've just put I was racking my brains. I was thinking about quite generic things, and then I was like, I want something specific that I know. Like this week, right? This is what a chance for me to get one of my goals this week. And like, you can play a tournament. Like I know you're not playing tournament, like as in the European Tour or whatever. But you still got your medals, and you've got your different comps that you wouldn't really want to play, like your scrambles and all that. But then you've got your big four big comps a year at your club, which are like majors. So I don't see why you wouldn't want to try and win them. I always say with the point you just made there about the, it's not European tour. It's not that, but at the end of the day, the European tour professionals are playing against people of that ability. And they're obviously the professionals are doing it for a living to make money, but we can still go in with the same mindset into an amateur tournament really to, try, to try and win it. Cause we're playing against people of that level. And even if you are better than some and not as good as others, that's what the handicap system's for. Exactly, but and then and then two of the there's one comp where it, there's no shots. It's the Gross Club Championship. Do you know what I mean? So then that's my main aim. But then when you I've looked at some of the comps, like um, if you shoot if you're shooting your handicap off the blues, a form be all twice over two rounds, you're mainly gonna win it. Usually over handicap shoots it. So you just want if I'm keeping to my handicap and I'm on on shooting round a few like decent scores, you've got a chance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know why you might be a bit disheartened because SNA have got like 14, 14 plus handicap golfers, haven't they? Yeah, when it comes really? to that type, of, when it comes to that type of standards, obviously I, I'm nowhere near competing. But I mean, for me, personal goals is just to get get that consistent shot off the tee because I know I'm confident with the rest of the the rest of the bag. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm capable of. Um, yardages are drilled in pretty consistently for for the level I'm playing at. So I think if I just Keep going, keep practicing, keep playing. I should get to a standard around the summer next year where I can potentially compete off four or five in some of the yeah. in some of the competitions. So, as I say, there's a few board comps I'd be interested in playing uh, this year. And I'd say I'll enter some Northern Order merits with you and just see how we see how we go from there. Well, it'd be a bit because of experience as well, isn't it? Like even when we turn up to them um, eighteen thirty six, we probably, probably know half of them from the interviews. <laughs> <laughs> more popular than the, uh, the oh yeah <laughs> I end up sponsoring one isn't it we should make a little post of our goals and get them onto the social media then the like the listeners or like even just to be accountable for ourselves of what we're doing and then we should tell the listeners or anyone that wants to post in as well we can put theirs up as well and then yeah we can do a story yeah we can how they're getting on and if they've done them and then how they're feeling do you know what I mean yeah we can always add them to the story on the Instagram pages can't we and have a um... Like a highlight. Highlight, yeah. Do a highlight of our goals and we can always refer back to them then and, exactly, and go yeah. back to it. Yeah. So if anyone's got any goals at the set, any of our listeners and your your followers on the socials at Bogey Boys Pod, send yeah. them over. And that, that's and it's the main point about sending it to us or like because I know Andy Fruin, my friend, he listens and he messaged me saying, make sure you write your goals down. I was thinking, well, make sure you write yours as well. Do you know what I mean? Like it's You've got to have your own, and then if he sends them in or get other people, it just makes them that much more accountable on the journey together. That's what it's about. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it? yeah. Anyone, anyone that is listening, me and you are on a journey, aren't we? We're, we're obviously we're we're doing that. We've started the podcast now. We're well into it, but we yeah. we're still working on our game. We're still golfers who who love the game and are passionate about it and want to get to the best that we can. I play off four now. You play off one, what two, one. 1.4, so it's one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, so one, yeah. So, But you'll obviously want to get to plus figures. I want to get down to scratch. That's it. And it's just saying, like, just having your goals and writing them and then saying, oh, I'm, I'm gonna not going to eat any crisps and fizzy drinks and, like, do all this. Where It's like, you've broke that day one, do you know what I mean? As soon as you're going into the cupboards. So it's like, you're at least a bit bigger goals and a bit more, like, so put, put it out there. And then 
people couldn't instead of checking that you've failed at them, see how close you're getting towards working towards like a different handicap or shooting a better score or whatever it may be. It just flipping the mindset, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, well, like you say, it's accountability is the biggest one, man. If you just got goals on your own, you could forget about them. Whereas if if we're checking in with listeners or with people who have sent them in, they can be like it's hard for, for them to forget about it and it's harder for us to forget about it when people are messaging and saying like, oh, they can, we, they can listen in two weeks when I'm a five with the new handicap system. You're like, okay, okay. What's happening there? It's a long journey to scratch. You'll have to make a new page then from five to scratch or something, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's true. Start a whole new journey. Or just quit the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like we say, it's a long season ahead, isn't it? We've got... I've got a lot of golf and obviously one of the main things now, golf's back, we're back. Um, we get to enjoy these on a weekly basis. We've had a bit of a break, but great segments coming up for today's podcast. This is just the, getting us back into the feel of things, isn't it? And yeah. Getting ready for the new season, but we've got some great, some great stuff coming up, haven't we, Kev? A million percent. Especially that Bogey Boys um, table league that we've set up. Order of Merit. And like, I just, yeah, the Order of Merit, sorry. I just... When I was when you caught with the idea, I was thinking too much hassle, like loads of different variables. Like it's it's a bit, but now I'm looking at it and I'm like, and, and it the way it can work, it's just it's going to be brilliant. I think. Yeah, it is. Well, just to while we're but touching on that, take it away. Yeah, while we're touching on that, we we'll give it a go. So the Bogey Boys Order of Merit is going live again for the 2021 season. Um, it's going to start at the HSB Championships in Dubai. Um, so. The way this will work, and we'll repost this on the social across the social medias. But anybody who wants to get involved, uh, you can obviously just just send us a message on either Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, whichever wherever you're following us. Um, but essentially, whereas last season you would just pick three players out of any pot um, and do as, as you please, and if they won, you got X amount of points. We're going to categorise the players this time. So there's four different sections that you can choose from. And it's all dependent on their FedEx ranking as they enter each tournament. So each week, a list will go out with the field of play. So all the participants, and then you will choose from a selection and the selections will work like this. So you'll pick somebody um, who is in a pot from the top 30 ranked players in the FedEx at that point. That doesn't mean one to 30. Number six mightn't be playing. So that'll go to 31 and so on and so forth. Then section two, will be ranked 31 to 70. Then section three will be ranked 71 to 110. And then section four will be anybody ranked 111 and over. So the idea there is that you will have a pool of about 30 to 40 players, depending on what what selection you're picking from. And whoever you choose, points will be determined based on the pot that they chose from and the position they finish so again, I won't go into too much detail today because we'll do a big post about it, won't we? With all the workings out, but yeah, the way everything works, yeah, because there is there is a lot to there is a lot to calculate. Obviously, the FedEx isn't going to be on the European Tour either. Is it? it's gonna have, that's going to be a little slightly different as well, isn't it? When you're picking the European Tour, exactly. We're already doing a few events from that, aren't we? So we'll probably explain it all, won't we? Yeah, it'll all be explained, but the majority of the tournaments that we're picking from will be based on the FedEx rankings. But as Kev said there. When it comes to the European Tour, we'll just base it on world ranking for that point. So the top 30 in the world, so on and so forth. Because yeah. again, the race of the buy is just getting started. So it won't be, it won't, it won't, the points won't be sufficient for the first tournament. Whereas the FedEx has started since the end of last season. So we're well, we're well underway with that. And again, the points will work as obviously if you pick somebody out of selection one, which is the top 30 ranked players, and they win, you will get 15 points. Whereas if the person you've chosen in section four, which is rank 111 and above, if they win, you end up getting 30 points. So you get... Like sort of a handicap, and you get more points for the lesser... Uh, it benefits you for your players to do well in the in the lower rankings. Yeah. Um, and you're not penalised as much if they don't do as well because that's the expectation because of where they're ranked. So we've tested it um, over the six or seven weeks that we've had, a, we've had a break from Order of Meta finishing at the Masters. Um, and it's working fine. We're happy with it. And say there's going to be uh, on the first week, we're going to announce uh, the prizes. There's going to be some de- some really good prizes this year. Um, some some golf equipment and things that that we're going to be handing out. Sick. And also, we're going to maybe put it out to the listeners as well. If for the majors, anyone wants to get involved in like a little side pot, we're going to might run a little table where 
you throw in X amount and then whoever gets the most points for that exact, for the Masters or for the Open or whatever, wins like a little thing, yo, if we get enough players that want to do that. It's yeah, so we'll do a side pot, yeah, for that. Where obviously you can enter, you can you can put some money into a pot, and there'll either be a financial win or a prize off the back of it. So if, if we get enough interest, you could, could obviously have a sim two driver for the for the for the person who gets the most points that week. Yeah, uh, just a as bit an of example. extra fun in a bit of a bit of a gamble sort of thing. Definitely, yeah, it makes that weekend interesting, and that weekend we'll be in Turkey. Fingers crossed, won't we? And Kev's yeah. boot Kev's boot camp by the sounds of it yeah. now. Thought I was going for a piss I'm, up with hey, the lads. I'm <laughs> Going to gym and then I'm just like yeah. all inclusive, <laughs> <laughs> all inclusive. Yeah, cocktails, watching the Masters. Yeah, exactly. I know exactly. I know exactly where you'll be at nine o'clock in the morning. What's it? It's a goal. Do you mean like like beating Charlie Hull? It was it's a goal. It's not. It doesn't mean it's gonna happen. <laughs> I see this by the time the Masters comes. Harley Shaw with us. Harley. Harley Shaw. Harley Shaw. <laughs> introducing Harley Shaw to the show. Uh, Charlie Hull will have stuffed you six and five. You'll be off six and you'll be absolutely butty-faced when we get to Turkey every night. Lady, that is exactly what's going to happen there. But yeah, so that's the, that is the order of merit for this year. So if you're interested in entering, um, I'd say we had quite a few last year and it was the first one that we'd done. So, I thought uh, it was boss last year as well. The way it it was, yeah. The last tournament and all that. Yeah, it was so close. Yeah, yeah. We obviously, bit of luck, bit of luck there because we didn't know what we were doing. But at least this time we've put a bit of Bit of strategy, and I don't know whether this is a good, not whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. The fact that we've taken our time to try and get it right. Oh, we've took our time here, worked out the system. It's going to be a fucking shambles, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but we'll give it a go. So if you want to enter, it's free to enter. Doesn't cost you anything. Um, and at the end of it, there'll be some prizes. So see, it's it's worth playing. It keeps. I think it more than anything. It keeps the it keeps the weeks interesting because you've got players to look out for when you're watching. It makes you watch the golf. It keeps you interested. And when you're watching the golf, you get more. You get that bug. You want to play. And as I say, there's we've only got three months till the Masters again. So that's oh, sick, isn't it? Golf is just jam packed this season. Obviously, providing COVID doesn't put a span in any of the works. We've got golf, pretty much top level golf every single week. So yeah. look forward. To. And obviously with, with the professional routes as well, we've got a lot of lads there that will be interested in on the European tour, Euro Pro Tour, sorry, and the Challenge Tour, and we'll be providing updates as they go throughout the podcast because they're big supporters of the podcast, so we'll be yeah. supporting them too. Quality, yeah, so moving on then to the first tournament, like we mentioned, golf is back, podcast is back, the Century Tournament of Champions. Yeah, I didn't catch loads of it, mate, did you? It was on a bit yeah. horrible time, wasn't it? Yeah, we struggled with the time, didn't we? I did. I caught. I, I caught the highlights. Didn't watch much live. Caught the majority of highlights, and then watched the majority of the final day live yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it was. It was a just a bomb show, wasn't it? I know. See the, sh- the scores were unbelievable, wasn't he? Like twenty odds under, like everyone, wasn't he? Everyone, yeah, yeah, <laughs> everyone. Well, you know, you know how much I love a stat. So might as well pick up where we left off last season. Adam Scott hit the hit the most greens in regu- regulation this week. Ninety three percent of greens. He only missed five. Sixty seven out of seventy two greens he hit all Jesus. week, and he shot fifteen under. So he's, so he's like ten at, back. So he's ten back, <laughs> and he missed five greens. That's mad, isn't it? It just shows you the level. Come so on. So we're, we're leaving off with the puts for Doe again straight away. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, he's obviously played some sublime golf, and then obviously all of a sudden he's. Found himself 10 back and he hasn't missed a shot all week by the sounds of it. It's fucking hell, five greens, one a day, just over, like one a day and then an extra one on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, he missed two on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Some golf though, even on, and obviously it looked wide open and obviously there was, there was nowhere really to miss. So it was, there was, there was length there, but. Hey, I, I've got a staff for you that might need fact checking because I've, I've like, it hasn't, I haven't written it down, but the Shambo played with Brendan Todd, was it? Brendan Todd, I think. And he hit his tee shots on the day, a combined 736 yards past him. That sounds too much, that. No, I don't think so. And that'll be that'll be backed up by Bryson at the second longest drive all week. 414 yards, one drive. Jesus. And Brendan Todd, when we look back at his statistics from last season, his average was, if I remember rightly, and we could fact check this, but I'm pretty sure it was under 300. He's not a big. He's not a big hitter. No. So I would. I would say that that's pretty justifiable. That statistic. Right. Well, 
He did it. So 736 yards passed him on the day, and Todd beat him by a shot. (laughs) 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 Just on that round. Do you know what I mean? So it just shows you. Drives for show again. Puff for dough. Puff for dough. We'll always say it. That'll be the theme of the whole season. I did see December with a 244-yard seven islands in the last. That's ridiculous. He, he was the longest, obviously, the driving average this for this tournament because there was some sharp, short par fours. Um, so there was a lot of irons off tees, three woods off tees, rescues off tees, whatever. It was 303.4 yards for the for the week. But he, again, he tops the driving distance. So he's he's an animal, isn't he? He's hitting it so far. I know. I've seen he's been work, doing a lot of work with that Kyle Berkshire, hasn't he? You know, the long drive champ. Yeah. In the studio and stuff like, I, I've, so I read that um, I watched an interview, sorry, with him there, and he was saying that once he gets to a two ten average all the time, then he's gonna cap it. Then I think he's happy with that. Bryson is or Bryson, yeah, yeah, Bryson, yeah. yeah. That's what that bitch is already at that two ten. I think. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because he's trying to become professional, isn't he? And I, yeah, I seen him at the par five with a five iron, four iron, five iron, five hundred and fifty five yards. It's, it's not that easy though, Kev, is it? No, I know, but I'm just you know saying. It's, obviously, and he fucking he doesn't puff very well, like on, on, on all the holes I've seen him. <laughs> no, but you know, like you can't just okay, yeah, you're in it fairly straight and you're in it far, but golf's much more than that. Yeah, but we've all seen Happy Gilmore and what happens there. Do you know what I mean? You have to sort out his putting. I'm sold. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, big Bryson, 414 yards. He knocked one down, um, but that wasn't the longest of the week. Do you know with the longest of the week? Um, Neiman Cameron Champ No I thought you were going to surprise me With a papa there <laughs> 424 He got one down there 424 yards With one with one shot That's madness isn't it I know And in total there was four Four players Who got It over 400 yards Adam Scott Hit one 403 And Justin Thomas Hit one 401 It's um, obviously downhill is it Surely to God there is, yeah, it's quite undulating, yeah. There was quite yeah. a few tee shots from high up and there was a lot of slopes and, and stuff like that. And I don't know what the um, the humidity altitude. and altitude and that's like yeah. there, yeah. It'd but, be, obviously, it'd be hot if it was in, in Hawaii, won't it? Hawaii, so, yeah. And it was, the wind The wind got up a few times, so if you get one downhill, down wind. Yeah. Still, still doesn't, you it still doesn't excuse 424 in my eyes. Nah, but fuck, that's a monster. That's an absolute monster, yeah. But while we're on the... Subject to JT, obviously 401. Bit of controversy this week on the greens. Who, JT? Yeah. I've seen, I know. I'm, I've got a difference of opinion on this, me. Yeah. Just because he, he didn't, he wasn't being derogatory, was he? He wasn't calling out, like, no. gay people, was he, per se? He just was calling himself, like, saying, like, you suck or, like, you're rubbish, like, that yeah. shit. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, he hasn't meant to offend, but he's offended by. So there's almost fining them and all that. I don't think. I don't oh, see what. Yeah, I don't see what a fine does. He's come straight out, apologised. Like, and then another side of the coin, I was thinking, what if he is actually gay and he was talking to himself? <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, Could what, argue that if he says he's gay, does he? Does is that all of a sudden become okay? Does he? <laughs> or what? I know. Yeah. Does it work? It's, it's it's yeah. Obviously, I know swearing's different to, to making them type of to saying them type of terms. But it, you've got look at John Ram. He said the word fuck about six times because of a spike mark on his line. Fucking this and fucking that, and this is fucking this. Do you know what I mean? If if you're talking about offensive language on a golf course, we all do that. I do get why this is more sensitive from what yeah. James said, but he's not aimed at anybody in particular. He's just used the wrong choice of words for to describe. Do you know what the best, like, not the best thing, but you know what the thing about it is? I bet, yeah, nobody has even come forward saying I'm offended or this is this has done me in, but it's just the day and age that we're living in where everyone gets offended by everything, where they've probably just had to do it straight away and get ahead of the press in case someone does yeah. um, feel offended or someone does comment in, but... Uh, he obviously, he's backtracking now and he's apologised, which he should do because it is a, it is a. That's right, you do apologise and like you know you didn't mean it, blah blah. But I think finding him and all that. No, stuff, yeah. You know for a fact if you like you watch the Tiger tournament with Tiger's kid and the way he was, and you just know he's 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 the man in he. Do you know what I mean? He's not like that sort yeah. of guy to be wanting to go out there defending people. It's like just he said sorry, just move on from it now. 
I think it honestly, I think they've just jumped on it and jumped ahead of it in case someone come out and was offended or someone emailed. Like, you know, there's always some gobshite sitting at home emailing in because he's got nothing better to do, isn't it? Yeah. There's you two sides mean? of the coin. You've got to look at it as well. If they do nothing about it, are they then in turn accepting that they're saying that that's, that's okay? That that's acceptable behavior. Yeah. But I think forward. the apology, yeah, and then that's it. Move forward and just get, get on with it. Do you mean they'll be fine in them? I wouldn't say. No, I don't think you know what I mean? if he if he's straight away come out and he's he's dealt with a head on, hasn't he? He's come out, he's apologized, yeah. and he's said he's not hiding behind an agent coming out, he's not making statements that have been written for him. He's no. come out, he's just said, Look, yeah, I shouldn't have said it. It's the wrong term to use. We both agree it's the wrong term to use, but how far do you go with it? Nah, that's it. Draw you know a line on people, that. People know not to say it, but sometimes things come out that you don't mean to say. Yeah, and, exactly. And it happens to me most weeks on this podcast. <laughs> But yeah, um, we talked there about John Rahman, his, his spike incident. Yeah, I, I've only seen off, off the video you sent. Didn't actually watch it on the telly, but it's um, why didn't you just pat, can't you pat them down? Yeah, the new rule come in last year. Yeah, was it last year or, or 2019 when the rules changed? Yeah, um, yeah, you can repair pitch marks and repair spike marks on your lines. So again, got frustrated as he's not put it, he's not really put looking at the statistics, he's not really put it well all week. Um, it's funny that because he's still got a tailor made putter. I know. What do you think of it? Yeah, because he's got a new deal with Callaway, hasn't he? New deal with Callaway, yeah. So he's and he's still got that putter. So it's like, don't know. I wonder if he go straight over to Odyssey now or whatever. I'm fine with Callaway clubs, the Maverick, the Irons, amazing quality stuff. But I'm not happy with those that with his golf attire because he's obviously come away from Adidas now, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's wearing new clothes. Have you seen those those moon boots he's wearing? Like he's <laughs> like he's about to get on a spaceship and go go on a flight to flight to Mars. Adidas probably got the smartest. Adidas and Nike got the smartest club, haven't he? And then everyone else they're just playing catch up, aren't they? But yeah, yeah moon boots alert from Ram. Alert, yeah. But onto the winner, Harris English. Yeah, seems like a boss guy, doesn't he? Does yeah. I haven't, seen, I haven't really seen much of him, but a few interesting things on him. Do you know that he actually didn't win an event last year? Yeah, he was always up there, wasn't he? He seemed to be up yeah. there every single No, but he's year. in the Tournament of Champions. Oh, yeah. Do you know oh. what I mean? But what he done was he won the QBE shootout with Kucha. Oh, yeah, he did. And that's how he got in. Was that the and, reason? So where was Yeah, Kucha? yeah, he didn't, he didn't win anything, yeah. That, so that was his first win since 2013, straight out of college. He was like, they had bets on on like um, him and Spieth coming out of Thingo, who was going to have the better career, and everyone was saying um, English. Was he? Yeah, yeah. That's and then he won twice in the, in 2013 in his first, first year out. Yeah. And um and then we had to wait eight years there till he got till he won there because that didn't count because he's with Kucha, but because he still adds down as a PJ Tour victory, he was in this tournament. It was coming though, wasn't it? I mean, you oh see yeah, last, yeah. Last, if you look at look at him last year, how, well he's had he, six top tens in his last ten. There you go, yeah. And a fourth yeah. at the US Open solo, so it was coming, yeah. Yeah, every every week, and I think last time he was, I seen last time he was tied for the lead going into the Sunday, um, he lost to Jason Day in a playoff. Oh, seeing that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know what? Interesting thing, what, what like as we were talking about when we talked about Tom Gandhi playing on the European tour and going back to work, and we've had different people on, to, like you think you've made it once you get there. Is the first thing that he said was he said that's another that's basically two years job security um in the bag for him because he's got this year and then he's got because he's won he's got next year as well because you're on one year contracts out here if you, unless you win or keep your card okay. so he's like I've got a two year job security that's what he said and I was like wow it's mad to hear that from him. It just shows you though doesn't it because like we've spoke about in the past when they're on that PJ tour and they're earning that kind of money the lifestyle sort of changes so to maintain that lifestyle you've got to keep that job. Yeah, I know. It just it just shocked me when he said it. I was like, "Wow!" In his yeah. that was in his post um, press conference. Yeah, but it was a, it was a good it was a good entertaining tournament to get back into the swing of things, wasn't it? It was he's he's got into a playoff with Joaquin Neiman, who's another one who I think's going to have an unbelievable season this year. Obviously, Birdie's the first playoff hole and beats him. I know. Did you see his three iron? Was it into the last Neiman's where he like he duffed? Hooked it on the track, man, but it actually got up. Yeah. What if he'd have flushed it? Where does that go? Like, <laughs> Patrick Cantley, Tenetori, did you see him? No, I missed his one. Where did he go? He flew the green by about 70 yards or something, man. It took about, it just a cut, like it took years for him to take the drop and all that. And he, he made par, I think, in the end. But I, I think the ruling went on for years. 
Did it? Yeah, couldn't decide what what the script was with like it all. To do. I think he was crying, trying to get all sorts. He was another one who was moaning on the putting greens. Yeah, seen yeah. that. But in the world of golf, a couple of other little talking points that have happened, sort of away from the the actual golf golf itself. Yeah. Um, do you see Trump? Um, has been the course being taken off him. Yeah, it has. Yeah, and um, Trump Tambry, they're not having. They they won't accept any. Any big tournaments, the USGA have banned them from something as well, haven't they? Yeah, well, what do they, I think they took the actual PGA um, that was meant to be next year off them. Oh, oh have they? Yeah, yeah. Oh. They took the, it uh, meant to be at Bedminster. Oh, yeah. The Trump National in Bedminster, it was meant to have the 2022 uh, PGA Championship, and then the organisers felt it would be detrimental, so they've took it off them. Right, okay, because of the, the all of the kickoff from last week. Yeah, because he's like, let let them what he's doing. let them in and all that and like supporting them to to yeah to basically just raid the building or whatever he whatever he was doing yeah do you know what I mean so he's like damaged them a bit like post post office do you know what I mean well that's it yeah he's not the, he's not the president no more no, is yeah, he so that's, that's that that was the open like there's a few things that um but that's what I read there about Trump Tambry as well up in Scotland there's there's something going on there where they're not allowing any tournaments yeah. Yeah, so he'll have to. he probably have to sell that the name, the name and rights of that course if they want to have any big tournaments, or otherwise they're not going to allow them to have any opens. Is that Tambry like as in Tambry where they have the open? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Fact check, but fact yeah. check. Trump Tambry, yeah, I'm pretty sure you still. So he just bought that then or something? Or like, what's the crack with that? That's a good question. It's like me becoming a bit like a billionaire and buying West Langs and calling it Whitaker West Langs. <laughs> 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 yeah, it did. It did have a renovation, so I don't know whether he's bought it. Um, because I was speaking to a couple of people, can't remember who it was, and I remember them specifically saying Tamri because Sean went up there uh, and played, yeah. and they were talking about since the changes have been made, how much better some of the holes are, and some of the holes have are not as good. Uh, but they're saying since it's been changed, so yeah, maybe that's what's happened. He's he's but he's, he's uh, bought he's, it and put some uh, money just there, put some money into it, yeah, and then he's. Got his own course designers in, and then it's become his. Well, as always, we'll fact check that just in case. Yeah, because surely Tambry's been going from since before. That's what Trump, I'm saying. Trump, like, Trump was born, surely. Surely to God, lads. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> but it, we talk about so we're talking there. We're talking there about new golf clubs uh, and the the products that the the players are using. Tommy Fleetwood just before Christmas there, Simon Taylor made. Yeah, seeing that. Yeah, because he hasn't had the deals, has he, since Nike, since he stopped using this, since Nike stopped producing clubs? I just always assumed he was, Taylor, because they had the TF prototypes, I didn't think, you know what I mean? How can you be making TF prototypes and not be signed with them? Like, what's the That's, heck with that? I know, that, that could, I, I honestly had no idea he wasn't signed until the news came out, but um, another news with him today as well, he signed a deal with Tag, the watch. And I, but interestingly enough with that, obviously I, I thought every what, golfer's got a watch deal, haven't they? Like, like AP or whatever. Yeah. But on his tag watch, it, it looked like a digital one, didn't it? With a course on and all that. Yeah. Like, with a garment sort of thing. That's what I was, I, I have never seen one of them before. Not a tag anyway. Like obviously you've seen the garment or like the Samsung ones or whatever, but it looked boss. It did look good. Look really good. We'll have to look into that and see what the see what the. Can't imagine it to be too cheap. Like I was going to say, yeah, you're looking at like the three grand, three grand watch there, probably. And another thing was, and I've I've heard a bit of negative um, speculation on this. Was that Tiger documentary here, didn't it? Yeah, and HBO. HBO, Yeah, have not. Have you caught? Have you have you watched it? We've not been able to get it, have we? I haven't watched anything no, But what I've I've read a few reviews, and as I was reading, I watched the the highlight the trailer and then i've watched it read a few reviews and i found a couple of interesting things do you know tiger's first ever high school love was named dina Parr. dina yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you know how do you know how we split up with it got with rachel birdie <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened so when he Wait, first yeah, how got... do you know all this by the way you're gonna let, let everyone know how, how i'm we... a top i'm a top tiger woods fan that's how i know no, I've read, I've read this. Well, I say read his autobiography. I've been on that audible, been listening to listening to a lot, a lot of tiger tiger stories. He was playing golf tournaments, and at one of the golf tournaments he was playing in in, in his college days before he turned professional, it, she was there with Tiger's mum and dad. And I like always in all of golf tournaments, she, she go and watch. She never said a word to anybody. And then the Tiger's mum or Tiger's dad came into Tiger 
come back in and said that she'd been going around telling everyone that Tiger's my boyfriend and telling them all this and telling them all secrets, but Tiger's family wanted everyone to be secretive. Tiger writes a letter to her to say, pick up all your stuff. I don't want to see you again. Didn't even speak to her. Jesus Christ. Just well, she's her like on that. the documentary, you know. Oh, is she? Yeah, yeah. She's actually on it. I'll be interested then to see how... I know. She's like, she's like, he, 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 I only seen a little tiny bit, but he's like, she, she didn't know the superstar. He was, I think he was ready for golf. He wasn't ready for fame. Yeah. So, and I think I've seen another thing where he's standing with the claret jug like that and he's going, fucking hell. And then he doesn't know what he what, what to do, even though you think he's had that rise to fame quite early and stuff. I think he really struggled with it. What, yes, yeah. Obviously, that Steinberg's come out and said that it's an absolute joke of it shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, his age. Well, you got to remember. You got to remember as well. Though pre Tiger Woods, golf wasn't a popular sport at all. No, so he was he, he was a, a lad growing up in, in high school and whatever, and he's playing golf while everyone else was playing basketball, American football. So he wasn't seen as a popular kid in school. Um, yeah. But I think that Dina was a popular girl in school, and she invites them to some parties, and then obviously they've got together. And then when he's went to Stanford and she's went, I think she went to a school in Vegas. That's obviously when they, they parted ways. And but you know when Tiger signed his deal, he got his sister. He, the, um, he I didn't his... even know Tiger had a sister until like about fifteen seconds ago when you just told me. Yeah, it was to um it's not as it's not to it's the same mother, it's different mothers. Ah, oh, was Earl at it? Earl was at it, yeah. Like father, like son. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely looked up to his dad, didn't he? Yeah. No, but it did is from what I've read and heard about Tiger growing up, it sounds like this documentary doesn't do him justice. It's just no. out there to slander him. Well, that that girl, um, whatever her name is, Rachel Utichel or however you say it, I don't know, U-T-I-C-H-E-L, is it how you spell her name? She was like the hostess somewhere and she's sitting there like, and when he was in my bed, I was he was my Tiger. Like I was just with him and all this and I was just like, ee. Is this the I one he was cheating with? Yes, yeah, one one of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and then, but then I've just, I, when I typed in her name to find out like who she actually was, like after I watched the trailer, the first thing that come up was she's been caught up with another scandal with this lawyer. That she means so she just must be one of them birds who gets to people with fellas. Do you know what I mean? Just gets about, yeah. yeah so she fucking pissed little, me off now. Little gold digger. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Yeah, I will do want to watch it because it'd be interesting. No, it's getting watched, right? Definitely it's watched part as well, you know. Yeah, the first part being released and the second part's coming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just see how, Sunday. how do we get it over in the UK then? I don't know. I think, well, I went on to try and watch it on this, on my phone to see how far I could get. And on the HBO, I think you can sign up for the HBO. Like, I didn't get to actual payment details. So I don't know if it's USA only, but I think you can just get the HBO app or whatever. Definitely get them watched. Yeah, I'd fact check what I've just said as well. <laughs> But yeah, no, yeah, get and watch, mate. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. So again, a couple of segments coming up over the next couple of weeks when we're doing our shows. Ryder Cup year. Yeah. We're getting stuck right into the Ryder Cup this year. We're going to build it right up to the tournament in September. What should we um review like all the old Ryder Cups and like different things and like like not all of them, but just the best ones and yeah, so what I'm thinking, what I'm what I'm thinking is we do best moments, Ryder Cup, review them. So obviously anybody who's not watched or not aware of the Ryder Cups from pre, from from times gone by, or maybe they've just forgot certain things that have happened, we can bring them back up and talk about like them. Like we do with the Masters. Yeah, like we done with the Masters, yeah. We yeah. build it right up over a certain number of segments. But then what I'm thinking we can do is we can do the perfect Ryder Cup team over the years. Ah, sick. Nice so you can one. take you can take either USA or Europe. And we'll decide who takes what, and then over the year, over the years, obviously we'll pick from each one, and we'll get a perfect Ryder Cup team, and we'll we'll see what we come with at the end. Can be our new segment to begin the season. Yeah, unbelievable segment. I can't believe I've just said nice one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I didn't even hear you say. You <laughs> went. Yeah, we're gonna pick a thing like, oh, nice one. I'm like, what am I just said there? <laughs> Oh, uh, fantastic! Yeah. We're back doing these episodes like this show, and we're back to like, each other as well. I'm loving it. That's it. The Ryder Cup, though, this year I can't wait for. It. I'm so good to be missed it last year, but it, it, it's going to make it all worthwhile this year. We've Where got, is it? You know, um, I don't. Can't remember. It's in America. Yeah, but I'm just not sure where. Let me have a look now. I'll, someone I'll um, last year or two years ago in 2019, someone asked me, "Do I want to go to the Ryder Cup and Beth Page Black?" Because his uncle knows someone that can get us in, or one of them. And I was like, "Yeah, go ahead. When is it?" And he's like, "2024." And I was like, "Well, talk to me in 2024, <laughs> then." 
Whistling straight to this. Oh, is it? Yeah, see. Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah, the 24th to the 26th of September, the 43rd Ryder Cup. We should go out there and try and do a bit of commentary on it. I reckon by the time that Ryder Cup comes, we will probably have the, the Sky Sports studio. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, man. Fucking McGinley and Dorothy can leg it, mate. <laughs> yeah, so we're looking forward to the Ryder Cup, aren't we? We'll be, we'll be building be up possible. to that. Yeah, we were building up to a, to a big year. Obviously, there's a lot of talented American golfers now, isn't there? Yeah. You see them all the time, so then it's like, is Tiger going to get us probably one of his last Ryder Cups? Probably will be, yeah. That's what, all that's the, that's the to get down there, really, isn't it? That's the, yeah, it is. More and more reason, yeah. You don't need to... Sorry, ask you twice. Yeah, ask me twice. I'll be there, no problem. I'll threaten you with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and then we've mixed the birdie bogey bust up this week, haven't we? And yeah, not, for the, not just this week, for the whole season, yeah. So, obviously, last season, we agreed on a birdie bogey bust. But this season, we're doing a bit different, aren't we, Kev? Yeah, well, we're going to do it. I'll pick the birdie bogey bust, you pick one, and then we'll alternate weeks of who goes first, because obviously we might clash, because there's, like, certain things that we're going to obviously say the same. So, who wants to go first this week? Do you want to do or shall I? Ladies first, so I'll go. Ladies first, go on. Um, my birdie for this week is golf is back and the bogey boys is back. Just right. good to see the golf back on the screens and we're back doing what we do best. That was my birdie for the week. My birdie's that the Target documentary's out. I don't care what people are saying about it. It's getting absolutely streamed. I might even watch it every day. That's interesting that you've said that. Who's just the best? Like, why have you done the Tiger Woods documentary when there's been loads of shit about it? Just because it's still my birdie. It's still, I, I love Tiger and like, I just love anything about him, so he's going as my birdie always. Okay, so whenever his name pops up, it's Tiger there. Well, obviously, yeah, like, that's it. What about <laughs> you? <laughs> Exclamation mark. I don't know if we're going to do who wins, are we? What we're going to do? No, let's just pick why one. Yeah, well, why don't we do, like, see the way we do it and, and episodes out now? Why don't we do a post episode, like, post and then get a vote? Yeah, birdie for the week, both. Yeah, put on the story and see who wins. Yeah. See who comes out on top, yeah. See what happens, innit? Yeah, but no, so your birdie for the week, Tiger Woods' documentary, my birdie for the week is that. Not Tiger Woods' documentary is in the content of it, just that there is a Tiger Woods documentary and it's come out, that is boss. Okay, <laughs> just to be clear on that. Yeah. So, well, my bogey for the week, um, John Rahm's shoes. Yeah. They pissed me off so much because... I've always thought of John Rahm as like, you know, he's got like a little strong short swing. He's quite cool. Do you know what I mean? He's, I don't know, just yeah. like, a, like a cool guy. But looking at him today, I'm thinking, who, who is this guy? Yeah. He doesn't even recognise you. What's happened to you? Yeah, it's just the Callaway, Annie. Sold his soul to the Callaway crew. Yeah. Uh, my bogey for the week is a mad one of a personal one is Neiman missing that five footer on 18 for the win. Right. Yeah. Because of the because obviously he, um, with his wife's. Chilly and inchy, and we root for them. Yeah, so that was my. Um, How did that go down? Because he they're in Chile at the moment. Aren't they're they? in, I haven't really spoken to him. To be honest, he's been a bit quiet the last few days. So I'll have to catch up with him, see how he feels. He commiserations. Yeah. What's well, your it, well, it's the it's your birdie. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, is that why you said it? That's interesting that you said yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, my bust for the week is. Well, we haven't seen it, so we can't speak. Yeah, so your bust is shit then. <laughs> so my bust is the Tiger, Tiger Woods documentary reviews and the feelings around it. Just no, the pure no, negativity okay. towards the GOAT, the main man, the man we love, you know what I mean? Like, how can how can he be getting so much shit? I just don't understand, like, why people are still out to get him. Yeah. Haven't you made enough money off him? I just don't understand. Just leave him alone. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Well, my bust is that the golf's back and that the, the bogey boys are back. <laughs> <laughs> now my bust is the fucking the JT controversy just fucking leave him and he said sorry and just move on the talk of fines and all that nonsense just yeah my bust for the week yeah yeah except except that using that term is not yeah. the right term to use he's apologised he said he shouldn't have done it he won't do it again obviously if he does it again it's more of a bigger issue because he knows he shouldn't be doing it or if yeah. somebody else does it then fair enough but if it's a one-off, and it, yeah, I agree. And then move, moving on swiftly there with JT, um, I'd fancy him this week, me. Yeah, yeah. Coming into this week, 
the Sony Open, still yeah. staying, staying in Hawaii, a shortened field again as well, isn't it? Yeah, you've got because whoever's just over there, maybe they had to the quarantine nonsense and all that. Do you know what I mean? So you just yeah. don't know what's going. I mean, on. I think it is the same field because I'm looking at the I'm looking at the players now and I can't see anybody new. To be honest, DJ. yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you who's new. I will tell you who's new. Evan Kawai Kawai. Come again, Evan Kawai. Evan. He's making his PGA Tour debut from the. He's the Hawaiian state champion. Ah, so there you go. Boom. Okay. Have that. There we go, yeah. <laughs> What's, have you got any background on him? No, he's just from San Diego and he won that and then that, now he's making his debut there. That's all That's all I've got for you on, on him there. That's all you've got, yeah. No worries. Yeah. University of San Diego. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm interested to watch, to be fair, all the big boys are there, Harris English is there, Bryson, everybody that was there this week, really. So who'd you I fancy, would. Justin Thomas, yeah? Well, I fancy Thomas because he had a 59 round that course and he's got the low scoring record of 253 for the 72 holes. Has he, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I fancy him. Who? <laughs> there he is. Yeah. Sunji him. Sunji, do you, yeah? Yeah, I just think he's played well, played well, played well last week in the um, at the Century Tournament of Champions. And I just I don't know, I just think he's a top quality player. Fancy 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 him to do it this week. Yeah, well he, he had, had a good masters, didn't he? He's had a few good tournaments as well. Obviously one proven winner, so I don't see why why he can't get the job done. Yeah, well, defending champs there as well, eh? Yeah, Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith, yeah, the Aussie. So you've got to fancy him, haven't you? Of course, yeah. Back to back. Boys tear up these days. You can fancy any of them, can't you? I know. Do you know like, what you man? Look at Harris English there, eight years between his victories. Yeah, it's a long yeah. time, isn't it? It is yeah. a long time, yeah. But yeah, just a couple of notes on the course. It's it's not that long, no. and it's quite flat. I think they use it as a perfect opposite of this week's. So they like to have a contrast with staying in Hawaii, do you know what I mean? With that's oh, Marcus okay. and Hilly. And then they have this one that's just quite flat. Okay. It's held the it's held the the tournament there every year since like 1965. And it's uh, it's only seven thousand well, seven thousand and forty four yards. So it's not not a monster, do you know what I mean? No, not a monster at all. No, what par is that? Par seventy. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it's the Whale Whaley Country Club. Ah, Whaley. Whaley. Like your t shirts, a bit Whaley. <laughs> Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, now I'm looking forward to the good watch getting getting a bit of golf watch because I hardly watched any last week. Like um, had loads on and um, it was good. Yeah, I see. I, I, I like to. Um, I'm going to start off like this season, like I started last season off, where I just don't watch any golf golf for the first four weeks and just wing it, <laughs> <laughs> wing it like Kev. I was watching this. I was listening to the second episode we ever done there, and I was like, "Well, yeah, I'm actually between houses at the minute, so I haven't really got oh, sports in that." that. Remember that? <laughs> and you were just shaking your head like, what are you fucking up to here? <laughs> I think since doing the podcast, I've never loved and played and wanted to be involved in golf more in my life. Well, I think I'm exactly the same. And I think mm-hmm. from feedback I've had from some of the some of the close people I speak to who've listened to it have said, like, getting the range all the time, getting back into it. Yeah. Because it's forcing them to listen, especially when they get involved in the interactive stuff like we're doing, like the Order of Merit. It makes them want to watch and play and get back yeah. to... And it's people are listening in the cars, like I was saying on the last one of the episodes last year. Like it's like when they're driving home, just listen to the radio or mind numbing or music or whatever. Like they're listening to golf and they're getting inspired and they're pulling into the range instead of bowing straight home. Because in the day, it's only half an hour to go to the range, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Well, this is it. That's the excuse, yeah. And we've got to put a mat. We've both got to put a mat now. So whilst the whilst the lockdown's on, I'm going to be in the garden doing a bit of chipping. Going to be in the house doing a bit of putting, and then obviously eventually try and get that one sided miss. (laughs) That's <laughs> hopefully by April, May time. Yeah, next year. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be like you said. I don't want to be wailing. Is that the way we use? I don't want to be wailing, wailing it everywhere on the. Uh, <laughs> when get to Turkey. I want to have some sort of consistency by the time I, I get to Turkey. Because, like you say, I know we were joking before about the, the taking it serious and having to piss up and that. But I'm the same as you. I'm really gonna obviously use that time to hit as many balls as I can in the heat and play and. We'll take it serious and whoop your yeah, ass. Like, well, we, it's just going to be, it's it's a op- good opportunity to get so much better than in a week. Yeah. Or you can go very, very far backwards in a week. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Undo all your hard work. But I think we should um, maybe put it to the listeners as well. If anyone's going to put a mat, we should do a little challenge, like a three, six, nine foot. How many attempts it takes you to, 
to get it or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like do three balls at three foot, three balls at six foot, three balls at nine foot. Yeah, well, don't, yeah, well, don't just say let's let's let we should do it. We will do it. Let's do let's that. Do what's it, the, yeah. what's the challenge? Go on, lay it down now. Basically, you go three foot, six foot, nine foot. And yeah, three balls, and you've got to three move on, three move on, then three move on. Okay. And if that's too easy, we go to five. So you got to, and what is it? How many attempts? How many you miss? Or how, how many, many attempts? No, no, how many attempts it takes you till you get it without missing? So three in a row. So you got to get three in a row to move on to the six foot. And then three in a row from nine foot. Okay. I'll do mine this week and I'll post it and you do yours and you post it. And then yeah. anybody listening, if you want to do yours and then you post it and just tag us in on your story. And see how long it takes you. No cheating. Hashtag bogey boys challenge one. Yeah, and you're no cheating. You're only cheating yourself. You are. So that's all I've got to say on that. Okay. No, <laughs> it's been great to get back to the, back into no, the swing of things. It's been, been a bit, yeah. Unbelievable. Again, we, as as the as the. the I'm not H- going to lie. About two hours ago, I was dreading this because I was tired and I couldn't be out. <laughs> as soon as I got on, just seeing your big smile and face, I was like, "Ah, oh, we boss this." There we go. It was a nice oh, thing yeah. you've ever said to me, though. I know. Yeah. Fucking what are we up to? I mean, you're fucking ugly. Get back, get back to being horrible to me, lad. You're ugly, have a shave. <laughs> we should get this. We're starting this one on YouTube as well, are we? Yeah, this will be on YouTube. Yeah, that's another thing that we need to mention as well. The YouTube channel's live now. There's only four videos on there, but like we've spoken in the, in the past, obviously lockdown's killing us at the minute, but yeah. um, we've got everything set up and ready to do some really good on-course stuff. Um, really informative, really funny, and it'll just show you golf this side of the globe and this side of the country and just because there's no golf doesn't mean there's not a um, bogey boys discount code at Arcos still because there yeah, is there you go yeah so you can um, you can still get some money off if you want to get on the Arcos and if uh, if anyone's got any questions I'm doing an interview and I with golf um, golf monthly magazine you are indeed yeah so they said that they, like don't know if they're going to actually use my interview but they said they're going to come down and Talk to me about how it's helped me handicap and blah, blah, blah. So if anyone's got any questions, obviously fire away and we can answer them, can't we? Yeah, but talking about that as well, it has, it's obvious it's helped you because the coaching's really helped you with David. But like you say, when the winter time comes and we started playing in, in, in the Howland winds, you could see straight away you were, you were clubbing up because I, I play with you plenty. I know what you're like. You If you can stretch out a pitching wedge... You'll stretch out a pitch imagine. Oh, and then Arcos was telling me to his A time. I was like, oh, and I was getting <laughs> into the water. Half bring it on there. It does, but um, and likewise, it, it's just that clarity in your mind, isn't it? When you're standing I'm over a shot and you're thinking, is it? Is this a nine nine? Do I have to step on this? Do I have to do that? Obviously, the artificial intelligence technology that they've got, it gives you live wind, live climate, everything that you can think yeah. of. So that Altitude, you can be humidity. Out, that's it. You can be confident stepping yeah. over an eight iron, thinking a one forty eight iron really. And if then, it's like one forty, it's saying like the yardage is one forty, playing one fifty five, one seventy with a gust. So you're like, yeah. wow, if that wind blows, that could be like one hundred playing one hundred seventies. That's thirty yards longer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it and it's a, that's like three clubs in it at the end of definitely, the day. Definitely, definitely. So and it's easy, clubs. easy to use. Screw in the top of your clubs. Register on your register on your phone, or if you get the clip, register through the clip. Yeah. Download all your data, and straight away you can see how I've put it today, how far I've hit each club today. Do you know what I mean? What what are my strokes gains? Where am I going with this? Where am, what am I doing with that? And then again, you've got something to work towards. And we've spoken to professionals as well, and they've all said the same thing. If the people that they're teaching come with that data. That'll make it so much easier for them. So you're saving money in the long run because you're yeah, paying it. Like you- David said, sorry to put in, but like David said, he's like, get someone in and they go, hey, how far do you your driver? And they go, about 300. And they go, oh, right, so you, you knock it onto the first then, do you? Every time. And like, <laughs> no, no, no. And then when they hit it, they probably hit about 230, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But if you've got that data there, you go to a coach and then that 30, 40 pound, whatever you're paying for that, for that time, you're working on specific things from data that is that's real information about your golf game, and then and it shows you so much more. It shows you like what shaped holes you play better. It shows you where all your misses are. Like if you're missing left, right, it shows you how many greens you're hitting, how many putts you're having. It it is, it is fucking unbelievable to be honest. Yeah, I, is, I, I always say this, but if I didn't have one, I'd be buying one. Yeah, same. Exactly the same. Yeah. So bogey boys ten. Go go on our link in our bio across all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you click on the link in bio, it's called Shop Arcos. And then you put Bogey Boys 10 at checkout, you get 10% off. Boom. 
there we go. But until next week, Kev, really enjoyed this, mate. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the segments that we've got coming over the next next yeah, year. I'm looking forward to the, the league most, me. Yeah, the ball. And we're not going to talk about it this week, but we need because obviously COVID and whatever's in the way. But we haven't forgot the Bogey Boys Golf Day is happening. It is happening. It is happening. Well, we'll we'll chat more about that next week when we get when we get a bit more information, a bit more clarity on it all. Yeah, hundred percent. But for now, we're out. Enjoy enjoy your golf this week, everyone who's watching. Yeah. We will be watching, and we'll be back next week to talk all about it plus much more. But until then, we'll catch you soon. Ciao. Ladies and gentlemen, oh boy, is he out of sync.